we are back at it talking about practical ways that you can follow God's lead as a Christian homeschool mom. And if we're honest, it's so easy to get caught up in just doing the things, the day-to-day chores, the lessons, the conflict resolution, guiding the kids to get the things done. We can get so focused on just getting the things done that sometimes we forget the importance of seeking God's will in all of these little things. And that's why we're getting stressed and overwhelmed. It's when we're not walking by the Spirit and letting Him lead us. His way is easier. His burden is light. And I know you want a little more easy in your life. Who doesn't? And you know I'm the girl who's going to help you focus through the chaos and that crazy mom brain with some practical action steps to help you live it out. So today I've got three planning strategies that will help you make space to hear from God and to truly follow his lead in all of these little day-to-day things that he is calling you to do. You ready? Let's do it. Hey mama, welcome to the Nourished Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to find balance between homeschooling, housework, and all the other things. God is calling your family to a life of peace and goodness, even on those days when you're trying to remember why you chose to homeschool, you just want a minute to yourself, and you're overwhelmed with a million things to do. If you're ready for simple routines, time management strategies, and biblical mindsets to transform your days from on balance to intentional, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some independent work, or whatever is gonna keep them engaged for the next 15 minutes while we dig into today's show. to the Nourished Mom podcast. Lately, we've been talking about this idea of Holy Spirit homeschooling. The the way that we can follow God's vision for our homeschools and actually really walk out the things that he puts on our hearts. In last episode, episode 81, we walked through this process of getting a big picture vision with the Lord. But sometimes we have that big picture vision. We know where we want to be. We know where the Lord is calling. But that vision gets really cloudy and muddled in the day-to-day. And we forget to walk it out. Or we just don't have the capacity to walk it out. Or we just get distracted. Today, I'm talking about three practical strategies that will help you to walk it out. To really to really lean into what God's calling you to do in the day today. The first strategy is weekly planning. So if you're not sitting down to do a weekly plan, you are really missing out (laughs) because planning out your week is going to help you to be organized and ready for what you've got going on instead of disheveled and rushing and chaotic. When you plan out your week, you know what's coming and you're prepared, even just mentally. Like just looking it over so you know has a huge benefit, even if you don't even actually make any additional plans. Just knowing in advance what your week holds can be a game changer. 
But when you actually take the time to know what's coming and make a plan, you know the days that you need to have an easy dinner ready or to prep in advance. You know the days that you have more time to focus on projects or fun experiments or you just, you know what you got to work with. And honestly, having a plan makes life more peaceful. And it doesn't have to be a every moment is scheduled out type of plan, but just an overall vision for your days and your weeks. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm all over the place when I don't have some sort of plan, especially like right before my period. I mean, my mind just, it like just doesn't work the same sometimes. And I mean, today's an example. I'm trying to tell the kids, you know, what they need to have done. And I'm like, all right, sit down. We're going to go over our goals for this week. And then I'm like, wait a minute. You didn't, you didn't pack your lunch yet today. You never finished making your sandwich. You need to go make your sandwich. And I'm like, wait a minute. You don't have your socks on. You need to go get your socks on. I'm like, wait a minute. Who, who got the water bottles? Like, what is happening? How are my kids going to know what they're supposed to be doing when I am all over the place? And this is what happens a couple of days before my period. And having a plan helps me to avoid it all so things can still go smooth. It's helpful on days like that. And it's helpful on the days when I'm like, awesome, and I've got it together because it just helps the whole family to know where we're going to have that vision. All right, so you should have a good weekly planner. And know that paper planner is not necessarily needed to seek God, but it is going to do you good to be organized and then to actually carry out the things that he's calling you to do if you have a planning method, if you have something to plan it out on. And what I use and what I recommend is the type of weekly planner that has the week, the days listed out, um, you know, in columns before you with the um, hours, with it, with it broken down by hours so we can put in our time blocks and our routines and plug in our appointments. So the first thing I'm doing when I'm doing my weekly planning is to pull out any of my appointments that are in my phone calendar and putting them onto my paper calendar. So basically anything that's scheduled that's not like our regular thing, like our doctor's appointments, our play dates, anything like that. And honestly, if you have a good weekly rhythm, you're already going to have blocks of time dedicated to these things. So like I only schedule my appointments on Thursday afternoons. That is the block of time that I have for all of our doctor's appointments. And I don't schedule them anywhere else because it's easier for me <laughs> to put them there. Um, and I have like certain blocks of days that I will offer up for like play dates or um, things like that. And like, yeah, there's flexibility, but... But I have those set aside. I mean, they're like, usually we'll do like school activities or something. But I know that if someone wants to get together, I'm going to pull it from Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday afternoon. Those are the blocks that I have set aside because it makes our rhythm easier. I, I know where to plan and where to put things. The other thing I do is to check the weather. Um, I just like to know what the weather's going to be so I can make good decisions. Like, should we plan a hike one day or should we go to the park? Or I just, I know what the weather's going to be so I can make good decisions. Um, but let's get to the most important part. As I'm doing my planning, I'm praying and I'm asking the Lord to bring to my mind what he wants me to focus on this week, what he wants me to do this week. Maybe it's a certain lesson. Maybe he brings to my mind a friend that I should call or someone that I should visit. Maybe it's an activity to do with the kids or volunteering. But take the time to pray and ask the Lord what should take priority for this week. 
and then plan where it could fit in. Because if you decide when you will do it, the chances of you actually doing it are going to be so much higher. If you don't have a plan, it's just you're going to push it off probably. You're not going to get it done. How many times have we not done something that we felt the Lord calling us to do? I know that there are plenty of times that I didn't go visit my dad or offer to help someone or focus on something that was important to my kids when I felt the Lord calling me to do it. And you know what? That never feels good. Those are the things that we end up having mom guilt about. So we need to make those things a priority if the Lord is calling us to them. And this may mean that you have to compromise on some things. So also ask the Lord to help you see where you should put this in, where you might need to compromise. Maybe you got to skip a school lesson or let the house get a little messy. But if God is calling you to it, it will be a blessing. Don't let the lies or the fears get in the way that you don't have enough time or not enough energy or you don't want the kids to fall behind or the house to be a mess. Don't let those fears get in the way. Seek first the kingdom of God and then all of those other things will be added onto you. Do his will, lean into his calling. Okay, so the second strategy is daily planning. You're probably like, do I really need to do daily planning? I mean, we just did weekly planning. Isn't that enough? But let's be honest. Throughout your week, things change. Things come up. And sometimes we need to shift and adapt. If you can take five minutes to plan out your day for tomorrow and just look it over, you are going to be well off. I promise you. Because you can consider if, chance, if changes need to be made. And you can know what your priority and focuses are for that day, even when your weekly plans didn't go as you thought they would. So once again, sit down, get out your planner, look over your day for tomorrow, just get it in your mind, what's going on, and ask the Lord for guidance. Ask him what you should be focusing on. Is there something that you know he wants to highlight to you that should be a focus for tomorrow? Psalm 32.8 tells us, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. I mean, things come up like maybe one of your kids was struggling with something and the Lord is calling you to shift your plans to pour into them and, and help them through it. Maybe school's been really hard this week and the Lord is calling you to take a field trip, take the day off. Or maybe school's been really hard and he's calling you to cancel all your plans and nail down your routines. Whatever it is, pray and make room to hear from the Lord. Revisiting your plans on a daily basis and asking the Lord to guide you is going to open up opportunities to really help you live by the Spirit. And this is when we have breakthroughs. This is when things change for the better. Instead of saying, here are my plans, Lord, please bless them, we can align our plans with God's vision and will for our families. Seek him first. The third practice is the next right thing. You've heard me talk about this before. But honestly, no matter how much planning we do, sometimes things just don't work out and they don't go as planned and things start to get really chaotic. And sometimes it's the kids, sometimes it's me. Sometimes it can be really overwhelming. You know, there's big emotions evolved and there's lots of questions and things can get chaotic and confusing. 
and we might not know the next step to take when the kids are fighting or when they've asked you a million times if they could play video games and now they're on the floor crying or they're just having a really hard time with one of their lessons. You know, should we push through when they're clearly overwhelmed and angry and they don't want to do math anymore? Maybe that's what they need. Maybe they need us to stick it out and get through it. Or maybe they need a break. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the next right thing is. So this is when you stop and ask the Lord, what is the next right thing? And so I've spoke about this before. Um, I think they talk about this in Frozen. I think Abraham Lincoln is known to use this strategy. And there is a really great podcast and book based on it. But ladies, we're doing it Holy Spirit style. So instead of trying to figure it all out in our own power, we wanna work through these chaotic moments by the infinite power of God's wisdom. So things get chaotic, take a moment, lock yourself in the bathroom. Or maybe it's not that dramatic, maybe. Maybe it's something that's a little bit more easygoing. But take a minute, ask the Lord, what is the next right thing? This strategy can really help when your plans didn't go as planned and you're not sure what to do next. It could be like a big, overwhelming emotional moment or it might just be like, oh, that didn't go well. Should we do this or this? I don't know. Ask what the next right thing is. So I hope you're starting to see that you don't need to do this homeschooling or family thing on your own. Isaiah 30, 21 tells us, And your ears shall hear a word behind you, saying, This is the way, walk in it, when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. Ladies, let God direct your paths. And full disclosure, I don't always get this right, far from it. These are just the things that the Lord has put in my heart that he's been teaching me for years and that he's called me to teach to other people. But sometimes I rebel and I push through and I go my own way and I forget to ask the Lord. But time and time again, I find that life is better when I do it with God, when I do all of it with God. And I know that it will be better for you too. So let's use these strategies so that we can really make space to hear from the Lord and make space to actually walk out the things that he's calling us to do. We will be continuing this conversation over in the Facebook group. So if you're not there yet, we would love for you to come on over and join us. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so you get notifications for all of the new episodes that are coming out. I got some more strategies for all of you guys and some more scripture and some more goodness. I pray that the Lord uses this episode to speak to you. I pray that he puts the desire in your heart to just walk more with him, to walk in a deeper relationship with him and to listen when he calls and to give you that that focus to remember to do it, that he puts it on your mind continuously and on your heart and gives you the energy and the focus to carry it out. I pray that he blesses you and your family this week. In Jesus' name.